This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 184. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I am doing awesome as always. I'm anxiously awaiting the WWE 2K14 Nope. WWE 2K15 roster reveal, which will be taking place in three hours. Uh, hopefully. Not hopefully. We'll cover it next week in full detail, I guess. But I guess now it's time to say hello to the bad guy. Hey, yo. Dave, how you doing? Um, just let me start off with saying I'm feeling a lot better then last week, I was not expecting all of that to be going down during finals week. You know, sometimes you have to have some stress relief. And it was unfortunate. But I am back, I am healed, and I'm ready to go. Any scar tissue? No, I no. instantly regretted saying no. that. No, <laughs> yeah. You should. You should feel ashamed of yourself for even mentioning that. I mean, every, every Jew's got scar tissue. I'm not even going there. It's a circumcision joke. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's where you were going with that. Yeah. Okay, I I so missed that. Yeah, well, that was our show this week. Yeah, you can't always have a winner. I don't know what that means. But uh, let's kick it off with the fan questions and comments that there were so many, so generous amount of people to write in questions and comments from last week on last week's episode we'll kick it off with a twitter question right here from rohit 2k or rohit c 2k no rohit r what the fuck this is not going great wow <laughs> wow it's it's the morning take time. a deep breath it's morning compose yourself at rohit cr 2k now, on what twitter. was that at rohit what that's his name at rohit okay, relax jeez they write in, any thoughts on this match? No influence from respective promoters. HBK, Bret Hart, and Chris Jericho versus Kenta Kobashi, Misawa, and Jushin Liger. That's a question I feel like is right up your alley. Just so, because uh, I know you like the, you heavily like Japanese wrestling. And I mean... That's a pretty sound technical team as far as the HBK, yeah. Brett, and Jericho go. I mean, it would be very interesting. I mean, with everyone at their prime, I guess. I would love to see Jushin Liger versus Shawn Michaels or Chris Jericho. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't even know if Jericho ever faced Liger. They may yeah, have faced know. off in Japan. It's a possibility. I'm sure it'll I mean, take just a YouTube click. To even that, I feel like so many wrestlers from back then, like even Bret Hart, I feel like so many wrestlers have faced off against each other, and we just don't know about it because it wasn't uh, um, advertised or uh, recorded on YouTube or anything like that. Recorded on for, YouTube? Well, with, uh, with the exposure you. of YouTube. 
Like, I feel like so many matches have taken place already. Yeah, but it's just, you don't know. Yeah, but it, it would be a very cool match. Yeah. Up next, uh, there's another Twitter comment question from at DrewFem97. He said, oh, actually, you know what? Well, I'll read his after because he commented okay. on the website. All right. Yeah, so you could kick it off. All right. We're going to kick it off with uh, Kevin. Hey, guys. Great show as always. Thank you for talking about GFW and WWP, the biggest pro wrestling company based in my home uh, country. Home country. WWP had huge stars in the past like Adam Rose, Justin Gabriel, and, and Z- Zizu Midow. Zizu Midow. We don't know Midow. Uh, Ring of Honor from the Ring of Honor Academy. My question is, did one of you ever watch South African wrestling? And do you guys know of any of some of the wrestlers? Love the show. Keep up the good work. From your biggest South African mark, Kevin Petroius. Petroius? I don't know. Pretorius? Yeah. Pretorius? Sorry if we mispronounced yeah. the last name. Sorry. But, Just um, let us know how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, thank you very much, Kevin, for your comment. And thank you for, for listening to us. Yeah, thank That's you. It's so awesome that we have a listener from South Africa. Well, it's not just one listener. It's one listener that identified themselves. Yeah, no, that's true. Because I, where see, is every- on the, I see on the website that we have plenty of listeners. Yeah, where South is Africa. everyone else from? I mean, I'm curious to see like how far of a reach we actually have listener-wise. I mean, yeah, we can see on the podcast. Yeah, we, we can see no, we can see it, but I'm listen. curious as to like... <laughs> Who actually yeah. wants to comment and be like, oh... Exactly, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. I think that would be so... That's, I, I'm, I'm still, Scotland. I still think that's so cool that we have such a reach. In that manner. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, uh, as far as South African wrestling, not really. I've only seen like bits and pieces of clips from like the probably the 70s and 80s. I know Hogan did a huge tour. I, I, th- I think it was a huge tour over in South Africa then. But uh, as, as far as that, not really. I mean, I tried to look up clips of... Uh, Justin Gabriel's father, and I don't remember coming across that many. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm not too familiar with that much from a, a wrestling base of South Africa. I mean, obviously, I'm big fans of Adam Rose and Justin Gabriel, so I'm definitely open to seeing who else is uh, ready to step up in the WWE. I thought you were gonna say I, I'm a, I, I thought you were gonna say obviously I'm a big fan of of uh, African wrestling. Cause it's like, why would you say that? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm open to watching matches of this guy from the Ring of Honor Academy. I mean, I haven't seen anything of his, any of his work yet, though. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. It's got to be like an O sounding for the O U X. I assume. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not. Up next, uh, we have from Kyle, who I have a feeling I'm gonna disagree with most of this, but. What's up, guys? It's been a while, but I've still been sitting back listening to your awesome podcasts. Podcasts. Do we correct that? Did we even mention that in the beginning? <laughs> what? That? No, not, not on this episode. We are an online listening experience. Yeah. But thank Which, you. Which, I mean, you can still say podcasts. Yeah, we won't, we won't correct you yeah. too often. I'm pretty sure Raw after Battleground, I called the flag match for SummerSlam. I think that he is correct with that one. 
Anyways, I have a couple of things to comment about. Wait, I have a. Anyways, I have a couple things to comment about regarding your comments from past Raws. Bingo. The Cena Lesnar video package was great. You're not gonna get Cena and Lesnar bantering back and forth. Sit down interview was a good choice. Uh, you know what you're gonna get out of these two, and that is a fight. And there doesn't have to be a huge story behind it. Can we talk about that now? Yeah. Alright, I actually agree. I'm actually, I I'm agree looking, to a point, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to this match. Just because I know what they've put on in the past. And I know what they can do. And I know John Cena steps it up big time when it comes to uh, one of the like main pay-per-views. So I am definitely looking forward to it. I think the video package was decently done. It wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad at all. But the fact, just the fact that Brock, oh, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to appear. And I'm just going to wa walk in, get a giant paycheck, maybe probably get the championship. But it I just, it's, to me, that's not right. I mean, uh, but like, I've said it so many times. If someone offered, <clears throat> Offered someone a contract to do something like that and was going to say, well, you could work this schedule. But I don't think it was offered to him like that. I'm assuming it was, I want this, I want this, yeah, and but, I want this. But even still, if you could get it, you might as well. Especially if he's been around for as long as he has been. I mean, why not? That's right. Has been. That's what Brock Lesnar is now. I don't think so. No, I'm just I think kidding. he still puts kidding. on good matches. The last match of his was god-awful. Which one was that? Undertaker. was okay. the worst match of Undertaker's career, and he worked Giant Gonzalez. I have still... That was a bad match. But I was I love that match, though. <laughs> but I, I honestly love that match. That is still one of my favorite WrestleManias, because I think it's my first. So it still kind of holds that spot in my heart for me, you know what I mean? No. Like, I, it kind of... A terrible match is a terrible match. Yeah. I don't know. Um, continue. Then he goes on to say, the whole reasoning for having Stephanie and Brie ending Raw for the past couple weeks was that it was the only story they can actually, they can really build upon. Rollins-Ambrose story really died down after Battleground, and Orton Reigns doesn't have much of a story behind it. It was a change of pace, and I enjoyed it. Also, Steph's pedigrees were amazing. <clears throat> what? Do we comment? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I definitely <clears throat> understand. I see the the Stephanie and Brie as being the like uh the bigger storyline with the most stuff behind it. Rollins and Ambrose, I'm still disappointed that they did nothing with at that last pay-per-view. I mean, even if it was and if it ended at a uh, a DQ or something, I think it would have been better than how it was. Um yeah, I and Stephanie's pedigrees were very good. Um, I'm just, I don't understand. If it didn't work the first time, why do it again? It clearly, mean, which two weeks ago, the, the Monday Night Raw went off the air with fans not giving a shit about anything, not at all, not giving. Yeah, but you can't just, because the way that they see it, it I'm sorry for interrupting. No, I'm, um, the way that I feel like they see it is there's a bigger payoff. And it's go. It all obviously relates to Daniel Bryan and his return. The WWE. 
I mean, obviously the bigger payoff is the Daniel Bryan return. And right, and it's a way to keep Daniel Bryan on TV ex- without actually having exactly. Bryan on TV. And that's what I think that they feel is more important is that payoff in, what, like four months or whatever? Not even, a lot less. But even still, I feel like that's going to be the bigger payoff that they're kind of rolling towards. But I feel like that could be some that could be done in the middle of the show. Oh, you mean like it, the, the Raw doesn't have to end with it? Right. Oh yeah, no, I I agree with you. It just it didn't work two weeks ago, and then it didn't work last week. I agree with you. So uh. then he goes on to say, "This week's Raw was pretty good, and you finally had the exchange between Lesnar, Heyman, and Cena promos." Whoops! It ah, uh, wow, great, wonderful. <laughs> I'll end it with saying my markout moment was not only when Hall and Nash came out for Hogan's birthday celebration, but when they cut their classic survey question and got Hogan to throw on the NWO colors. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Here are my predictions for SummerSlam. The Miz, Jack Swagger, AJ, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Brie Bella, and Brock Lesnar. Good predictions. And I, I, I did mark for that, too, with the NWO. I don't know. It's so... After the battle that Scott Hall has been through, it is very nice to see him back on WWE television, even like it was one time. But it, it's just good to see him in a lot better shape than he was. And it's just unfortunate that he's not a Hall of Famer. He's, he's got to be in there at some point. I mean, I I mean Razor Ramon is, but does that I don't I still I don't right, I, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. but I mean I oh yeah this oh yeah you go back with why is Razor Ramon not Scott Hall? Yeah, I I, I have mean, no idea. They could do Scott Hall with the NWO, and they have Razor Ramon separate. I like mean, he, I think Hall was a, is a great at or not is now was a great athlete. I think he could actually deserve to be in there. More than once. I Kevin mean, Nash, to me, doesn't. I mean, I feel like Scott Hall has to go in just for the fact with his um, AWA experience and everything like that. I mean, they didn't really bring that up at all with Razor Ramon, correct? They didn't bring anything. It was just okay, Razor yeah. Ramon. So I think with the Scott Hall, they have to bring up AWA. I mean, he had a really good tag team with Mr. Perfect. And then moving forward with the NWO, I mean, he was always one of my favorite heels. Yeah. Um, Big, and he was one of my he, he may have been one of the first wrestlers that I hated so much and then really liked. Like he was my, probably the first wrestler that I dis I that went from a heel to a face and I was okay with it. Just because I hated him with that Bret Hart storyline and everything with the um, everything with that. And then I think after that when he started feuding with Goldust. He was a face, I think. And that's when he kind of won me over. Yeah, but uh, do you agree, though? Do you think he deserves to be in there twice and not Nash? Yeah. It's like, because what did Diesel... Well, first of all, what did Diesel do? He had an awful... One of the worst title reigns. And, well, Kevin Nash got a long-storied career. Yeah. Oz isn't going to make it. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, Razor Ramon was definitely a bigger name than Diesel. Diesel was just more of the bodyguard for Shawn Michaels. I mean, yeah, yeah he had his feud with Bret Hart and Undertaker, and he was a trans. He was no, he wasn't the transitional champion, was he? I don't think so. 
I think he had a... Bob, he, I mean, come on. He defeated Bob Backlund. What does that mean? Bob Backlund was one of the first fucking... He defeated him in, 16, in like 16 yeah. seconds, though. Which was... That's bullshit, but whatever. I mean... Yeah. Up next, Dave's going to read the question from Andrew F. Andrew! Justin? Yeah. You'll get it once you finish. <laughs> okay. I got it. Great job, guys. Covering for Dave in the wake of his unfortunate accident. It's covering. That's what I thought I said. No. Such a shame they had to remove it. Well, just want to ask you a question regarding tag teams in WWE. In my opinion, WWE is starting to be rebuild the tag team division. I sort of like Ryback, Baxel. They do a good job of being an average heel tag team with potential. They also have some good ta uh, tag teams in the making of NXT, the Ascension, Kalisto, and Sankara. The VOD villains, Bid Cass and Enzo Amori, and the thrown together Bull Dempsey and Mojo Raleigh. On the side note, with the signings of Devitt, Steen, and Kenta, NXT may be better than Raw. Want to get your opinions on tag team wrestling? From the number two mark, at DrewFem97 Gabriel. Um, yeah, I agree with you with the. What? And then he goes on to say. Oh. Oh man, how could I forget the tag team of Tyson Kidd and Justin Gabriel? I'm also, after watching NXT, I'm kind of interested to see what they do with Buddy Murphy and Wesley uh, Blake. I mean, once you come out with matching attires, I mean, come on now, that's half the battle. So, yeah. but I mean, Kalisto and Sin Cara, I'm so, I'm more excited with Kalisto and Sin Cara and Big Cass and Enzo Amori than the Ascension. The Ascension, I'm not impressed with. I feel like they really lost a lot of steam behind them. Even with Bram being on TNA, I'm like, I don't even... I can't. Uh -huh. I couldn't pick that guy out of a lineup for the Ascension. Yeah, I know. I, like, I mean, they don't do much... I mean, yeah, they're a power, they're a power, uh, power tag team. But not really. But they do, like... I guess. They don't move like power wrestlers all the time. Yeah. And it's not like... But I, I don't mean like power wrestlers like uh, Biggie power wrestler. I mean like they're kind of like a demolition-ish. I was going to say they remind me of demolition. Yeah. But dem like, not not completely demolition. Like they have more of a... I'm trying a to think. Brawling, they remind like, me of like a dumbed down, a very dumbed down Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. By like very dumbed down, like they used to do high flying moves yeah. and everything, and I I could I could see that. Um, what the fuck? Stop doing man. that! I don't even like the cleaning people move this year. <laughs> As for Bull Dempsey and Mojo, I'm not a fan of Mojo. Mojo's terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to support him. He needs to the not be hype. Big Cass, I think, is going to be the standout of NXT. I think that I mean I mean besides Kalisto. But I think Big Cass is the, is going to be a big name. Was his mother Mama? Yes, actually, I think. Thank you for bringing that up. She was. Um, I wonder how many people understand that. The, I hope everybody does. Devin Steen Kenta. I, I'm so. I gotta agree with you. I think NXT is going to be the the big thing. I mean, you have Zayn down there. You now have Steen, Devin Kenta. You have Neville. You have uh, Tyler. Uh, you have Tyler Breeze. I think that it's going to be very exciting down in NXT. They're going to be putting together some of the best matches. I just I can't wait for Kalisto to be brought up. If he has to be brought up with Sin Cara I as think, a tag team. I think it's better that he's brought up as a tag team. Yeah. And then have Sin Cara turn on him. Not even that. You don't even need to do that. 
He could just be the tag team. You go after the championships, become champions. I, I and think then they it, could just go their own way because Sin Cara is not that character where you're gonna want. You're not gonna want Sin Cara to be like not a fan favorite, I guess. But I think it's okay for that because now if you have another uh, mass uh, luchador, uh, I think that it's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but then what happens to Sin Cara? He goes down to the NXT as as Unico. No, I mean, he would stick around as Sin Cara, just be a heel, uh, going at it with uh, Kalisto for a little bit. And Which then would be pro- funny, because that'd be the second time he'd be a heel, yeah. Sin Cara. But then, like, progress from there. I mean, Kalisto, I think, without a doubt, we said this when we first saw him wrestle. The very first time. He's... March 2000. He's an unbelievable talent, and Whoa. he pretty much is the second coming of a young Rey Mysterio. Maybe even better. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Some of the shit that Kalisto does is yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and I felt I felt so stupid, but I like I had to say at that time in May, I was like, dude, honestly, you're like the best wrestler out there. I thought it was <laughs> wild that he came to us the first time we ever met him cuz uh, we started promoting him a little bit before he really like I started like tweeting out his name and everything before he really started to make a name for himself, and he actually came to us, and he's he does he's one of the he's so nice and he deserves to be where he is. Yeah. Especially being as talented as he is, without a doubt, he's going to be huge. Yeah, uh, and then uh, on Twitter he sent in a question. I, I this got to be him, right? What? Drew Femme? That's him, right? Yeah. Yeah, at Drew Femme 97. Uh, if it's not too late, I already commented, but I want too your late. thoughts on WWE 2K15 and possible roster inclusions. Uh, so... Do we... Are we... Is that it? What? Do we have, like, rumors as possible inclusions, or... Well, there was that leaked list. Is it legit? No. I, don't, I hope it's not. I mean, the Stan only... Stasiak was on the list. No. No. Why is meat on the list? No, that's not meat. Who's... That's his father. Oh, his father. Because it is the oh, yeah, fifty Sean years. Stasiak, right? It is the fifty years of the WWE Championship, I believe. Also on the list, they had Bruno. There was uh, Bob Backlund. There was uh, uh, Billy Graham. I can't see and it. A few of their of the earlier champions. I can't see it. I really hope that's not true, although I really do hope that uh, Bruno San Martino is in this year's game. I really do. Like, I use him all the time in Yeah, and I hate it because you always beat me with him. Yeah. It's like an accomplishment. Bruno Tomatino. It's always an accomplishment if I defeat you while you're Bruno, just because I know how good you are with Bruno. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, who would you like to see in the game? Well, I don't... That's the thing. Like, I just want to... Can we start with, like, Zack Ryder? Yeah. Tyson Kidd? I hope Ryder's in the game, because Ryder wasn't on the rumored list. Yeah. Because, I mean, he wasn't on TV at all this past Uh, I mean, I hope Tyson Kidd's in the game. I don't know if he will be, but I do hope... Like, there were... And then there were rumors, like... I don't know where the rumors started, but I don't know if it was, like, through... The fans that started it being like, oh, NXT, like maybe there'll be an NXT roster or whatever. It I would think, be smart. I think Seth Rollins might have said, oh, I think Sammy or a few of the NXT guys will be in the game. I'm not sure. I think it would be smart because it would get their names out there a little bit more than they are already. 
But you, it would have to be the guys that are like that. You're pretty much you're if, not going to change a gimmick with. Well, if, if, if there's an is. NXT roster, it would be guys like Gabriel, guys like Kid, and then Sammy would be on the list. I would assume. Yeah, Sammy and Neville. And yeah, Adrian Neville. It would. I mean, that, I mean. I mean, after that, it's, it's a damn shame. Kalista wouldn't make that list. Yeah, but after that, <clears throat> everybody else is kind of like. And the on Ascension, the maybe. I can't even see the Ascension. Just, just for the fact that they're the champions right now and uh, have been for the longest time. Yeah, and then maybe like Sasha Banks and Charlotte. I don't even know. Not know. even that. I don't think so. If if it were gonna come down to that, I think it would be Paige. I don't know if she made the cutoff for to uh, be I on mean, the main roster. Same thing with Rusev. Yeah, it'd be weird for Paige not to be in the game. Well, um, I mean, yeah, but. I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm looking. Do you know if they're adding any uh, spe- uh, special features to it, like how last year they had the beat the the Undertaker streak and stuff like that? I don't think so. I know. I just know that they have the My Career mode, like the 2K games have, mm-hmm. but it's only the next generation systems. Are they adding anything like, like how they like every year they add something new, like to create your finisher, create your taunt stuff like create your uh, arena create your taunt I thought they I thought you could create your own taunt, uh, taunt I don't think so huh I don't know there's that's not well that would be interesting if they add that I don't know what else would you add a special match I don't like, know like what would you want to see in there I don't well the fact that they have the two uh, stories that are going to be spread out over 33 matches I think each Make me wonder, because I'm, I'm going to have to think, for Triple H and HBK's rivalry, I wonder if it's going to like get broken down where we'll have like the unmasked Kane or whatever, and we'll see maybe the return of a casket match. That'd be interesting. Because HBK and Kane, I think, had a casket match. So it's like stuff like that, and it's maybe like, maybe the three stages of Hell match. It'd be interesting. I don't know. All right, Jasmine wrote it to us. Hey, what's up, well, guys? Hold on, I wanted okay. to. Because last week, uh, oh, never mind. You fucking asked the question. Okay. Well, because I was Shh. gonna say, because you asked what what superstars entrances are you most excited yeah. to see. So I was gonna say what. Oh, you wanted to ask me? Yeah. Um, I'm always gonna map if if writers in the game. I'm gonna. That's going to be my prime one that I want to see. And it's like, I don't um, even know what we're going to be seeing today. Y2J, I would like to see. Um, uh, Bray Wyatt. I'm not too sure who else. Yeah, I don't know. I like the, Stone Cold, I guess. But just the fact with the roster reveal, I don't know if we're going to be seeing images of them or... or I can see them renders. showing like... Showing like them at the entrance coming down. That's what I hope for. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm picturing. Uh, Jasmine wrote it to us. Hey, what's up, guys? Brandon and Mike did a wonderful job this week on the podcast, so thanks a lot for that. And I gotta agree with you on that one. I was just reading news about Impact Wrestling moving to Wednesdays. They say that it will give fans the chance to enjoy other sports programming during the week. Just wanted to hear your thoughts on this recent news. Lots of people are saying that this is their reaction to WWE moving SmackDown to Thursdays. Something that hasn't been confirmed yet. It's still a rumor. Thanks again for kicking ass week after week. It is greatly appreciated. 
at reverse and a massage. It's funny I, how just two days later. Yeah, no, I agree with her completely. I think that well, DNA, two days later, now it's confirmed. I guess that impact will be on Wednesdays. No, it's not just a rumor. Well, no, I definitely agree with her that I think Impact is moving to Wednesdays to kind of battle with SmackDown moving to Thursdays. I mean, the only thing that we know about SmackDown moving to Thursdays is that it's now appearing on their trucks, on their production trucks. Yeah. So that they're moving to the Thursday nights. So, so this is, I believe this is now the second time TNA's try, uh, well, TNA's moved Impact. I mean, they and they have to. If they didn't move to Wednesdays, they're... I mean, it would be really awesome to be I able to switch still, back and forth. I but still really, really hope that that WWE SmackDown doesn't move to Thursdays. They are. Why? What's the point? I can't. I, I then then I I have nowhere to watch my other shows. I kind of so feel like shows. I kind of feel like the move to Thursday may be better because you're guaranteed you're kind of more guaranteed that pe- more people are going to be around the tele- television. As opposed to like a Friday night where more people are likely to go out for dinner or I still do something. Don't think people are going to care about a taped show. I agree with you on that. I don't think that SmackDown will be the same level as Raw as long as it's taped. I mean, I I've never I've never been a. The last time I was a big watcher of SmackDown was when Edge was champion, and before that it was when it was pretty much the Rock's show. I mean, back in the day. I mean, yeah. ever since that, I really haven't watched SmackDown that much because it's all been taped. And if you miss SmackDown, you get majority of the matches on Raw. You get repeat matches. So yeah. it really takes away that, um, oh, I have to watch SmackDown because we are going to get Rollins versus Ambrose. As opposed to your thought process of, well, I could watch it taped or I could watch it live the following Monday where they're probably going to have Rollins versus Ambrose. Right. Up next, we have AJ Bond. Hey, guys, awesome show, like always. But I was wondering if you guys think uh, if Brock Lesnar will vacate the WWE Championship the next night on Raw, uh, then they could have a tournament at Night of Champions if he beats Cena at SummerSlam. So tell me what you guys think. I added the guys in there. Thanks. At Real AJ Bond. Um, I don't know if he would... That's, see, if they did that, that'd be also, like, I that would just dig a fucking knife into my gut even further. Yeah. Just for like, oh, no, I just became WWE Championship, but, I mean, I just became WWE Champion, but I don't give a shit enough to hold it. I did everything I want to do. Take this. I don't need this. I can't see that happening. Because but how's this going to, like... I, I can't see Vince McMahon allowing some, uh, allowing that to happen because the fact... Who knows? Because then it just makes your title look less than Brock Lesnar, and I don't think Vince McMahon would be open to that. I just don't... I don't understand, like... Because then how's that going to work? He's not doing shows every week. No. It's going to be gonna just like WWE when the Rock... Champion? It's, it's going to be just like when The Rock was champion. I mean, that's, that's what it's going to be. You're going to have... Him taping interviews by via satellite and stuff like that. I mean, you're not gonna have Lesnar on t- TV. I can't see him holding the championship that long. I mean, they're still talking Roman Reigns versus Lesnar at WrestleMania, or at least I remember reading about that. I mean, and I, but I can't see Lesnar holding the championship until then. 
maybe Lesnar versus Roman Reigns or someone at Survivor Series and Brock Lesnar losing it. I don't know. I mean, as for the tournament, I can't... The only tournament I want to see back is King of the Ring. I that was, but as a pay per view, I used to love that tournament. I mean, it was just so you never knew what you were going to end up getting. You know, uh, no, completely off topic here, but with uh, WWE Two K Fifteen in WWE Thirteen, it was cool because we had the Survivor Series, the the from two thousand eleven, the arena. Okay, was in that game. Okay. And we had WrestleMania 28, so we had like two arenas that we went to, which yeah. was cool. Then last year's game, we had Wrestle. Well, I had WrestleMania 20. They had WrestleMania 28, 29, and then they had uh, what's the other one? They had TLC. Yeah. And this year, I think SummerSlam 2002 will be in it because Triple H and Shawn Michaels. How could they not have that match? I don't know. The unsanctioned street fight. Next comment is from from Ben. Hello, guys. Hey, Stan. Thank you for a great show last week. It was very entertaining to listen to. I only hope David has recovered from his injuries. I mean, to be honest, he shouldn't be shouldn't have been dicking around. Funny, 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 funny. My question this week is: Who'd you'd? Who you'd like to see brought up to the main roster next from NXT? Personally, I'd love to see Kalisto come up with Sin Cara. They're so innovative innovative and uh, refreshing. And with the crowd being behind uh, the two with their chant, I feel they wouldn't have the curse of being watered down by hype brought up. By being brought up? Yeah. Uh, hope you guys have a great week. Ben, at Not Best for Biz. I completely butchered that. Um, who do you want? I got to go with Sami Zayn. I mean, the fact that he hasn't been champion yet, and the fact that he, I don't see him being champion. I think they, they're not putting the championship around him for that reason that he could be brought up any moment. Yeah, well, aside from Kalisto, I think the, the two most ready to be on main television are Kalisto and, I said aside from Kalisto, but... Are Kalisto and Sami Zayn. Yeah. And honestly... Charlotte doesn't deserve to be on television. She doesn't deserve to be Sasha Banks had put up there is ready to be called up. Uh, I'd say so. Um, The one interesting that I would say is ready to be called up, but hasn't even done anything yet, Sammy Callahan. I think that that's very interesting that he's already been with the company. I think you mean Solomon Crow. Yeah. But it's, it's funny. Like People keep on mentioning that they got Steen, Devitt, they got Neville, but everybody keeps on forgetting they got Solomon Crow in there too, just because they haven't used him yet. I think that they're, do- I kind of have a feeling that they're doing something special with him, and I wouldn't expect I, I kind of expect big things from that. Yeah, I mean he'll probably uh, we could possibly see just oh shit, who is this new guy? Do you think that they would completely? I mean, he's been with NXT. We know that he's been training at NXT. Yeah. At the Performance Center for over a year already. So maybe they're just going to bump him right up. I mean, it is possible and it would create a lot of uh, a lot of talk as opposed to having him like kind of grow into yeah. it. I mean, they've been having him perfect everything from his mic skills to his ring work. So, and plus he changed everything from... Uh, they changed his gimmick from being a hacker to the crow gimmick, kind of Raven-ish. So 
who knows? Yeah, only time will tell. Yeah. But thank you, everybody, for sending in your questions and comments. Uh, please do so. Feel free to do that uh, again this week, and we'll answer and read everything. Even if you say a jumble of weird words together, David will, wear, re will read it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's kick it off with some... Uh, Smack you down? No. Some MYWC. All right. Yeah, so uh, there's an MYWC event. It's hotter than hell. This Thursday, August 21st, uh, doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time is 8. We're going to be seeing... Uh, In Deer Park, New York. Yes. NYWC Sportatorium. We're going to see the Big O and Mikey Whiprack, who is the MYWC champion, taking uh, teaming up to take on Mike Mondo and flawless Blake Morris. You're also going to be seeing the Fusion title on the line. As Rex Lawless defends his championship against Shane Strickland. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see a best two out of three falls match. Drew Gulak and Chainsaw Joe Gacy taking on Anthony Nice and Papadon. If I'm not mistaken, I think the series is tied between them. I believe so. But, yeah, I think it is tied. But, I mean, so far it's a stacked show. You're also going to have Juicy Product. Uh, JT Dunn and David Starr defending their championship against Milk Chocolate, Brandon Watts, and Randy Summers. And, I mean, we've been seeing Juicy Product has blown up on the indie scene. They, I think right now they're currently champ, tag team champions in four separate promotions, and one of those including uh, a all-women's promotion. I mean, they are making a big name for themselves, and as is Milk Chocolate. I mean, yeah. Milk Chocolate is, I guess, pretty fresh to CZW. And they're spreading out to Beyond Wrestling. Yeah. So it's another up-and-coming tag team. Yeah, then we're going to have a tag team grudge match. J-Row and Chrissy Rivera will be teaming up to take on the co-MYWC Starlet Champions, uh, Ricky Cataldo and Marty Bell. How much do you trust J-Row? Uh, yeah, it's true. How much do you trust J-Row? I don't know. I kind of could see J-Row turning on Chrissy Rivera. I mean, right now, the current champ, uh, the Starlet champion is, uh, it's a co-op between Rick Cataldo and Marty Bell. Um, I'm kind of, I'm interested with this. I, I could see J-Row turning on Chrissy Rivera, and then maybe Sammy Pickles, or uh, Debbie Kane coming out to kind of make a save. But... It's very. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely know by next week what happened with yeah. that. You're also going to have JT Kaysen, one half of uh, Reckless and Wasted, take it on CZW owner DJ Hyde. Um, and in addition to that, you'll have the A-lister, Absolute Alvin, take it on the stallion, Anthony Lasura, um, a newcomer to NYWC. So this is going to be such a good, uh, good uh, event to attend. You're also, what about uh, Kip, uh, Francis Kiplin Stevens, and you're also going to have, I mean, what about Vitko and his goons? Yeah, Casanova, Valentine, and all of them. What's going to? How is this all going to play out? Only time will tell. I mean, they have a lot, lot building right now. Yeah. Um, now's. Definitely don't miss this. The tickets are only twenty dollars for admission, for general admission, twenty five dollars for front row, 
and it's well worth it. I'm still a firm believer that NYWC Sportatorium is my personal favorite place to see a wrestling event because of the atmosphere. Um, if you're on Long Island on next Thursday, the 20, August the 21st, definitely go attend. Go see it. Go support N uh, indie wrestling. Go support NYWC. Go check them out at nywcwrestling.com and go follow them on Twitter at nywcwrestling. Yeah. Uh, up next, I guess we could just mention that... Uh, well, Alberto Del Rio was released, abruptly released. That was last week, so you never got to speak about yeah. it on the show. Uh-huh. What are your feelings about that? I think it's very interesting because apparently it was to defend him, to stand up apparently, to someone. Apparently, a social media director or something used a racist comment or something. Well, not a racist comment, but uh, I mean, from what I read, what it was... was Apparently, something spilt, or it was something in regards to uh, Spanish people being janitor or doing some uh, yeah, maintenance that's racist. work. But I, I mean, I, I think it's a racist comment, but um, I mean, more hate. I, I don't know. But it was more him standing up to the social media director. Or if whoever a social media that. director's like, this hair coffee spill, why don't you? Mop it up, cause Mexicans do that, or something like that. I that's think, racist. Yeah, but I think Del Rio shouldn't have slapped him. That's stupid. Listen here, Pedro. I'm not about to Del Rio. I, think, I don't need to. I have millions from Mexico. Yeah, but I think that's stupid on his behalf. I mean, I don't think so. I think that if you're in the it was WWE, stupid for Jim Cornette to slap Santino. Yeah, but in... If you want to put like a fucking social media person in their place and slap a bitch, it's perfectly fine. Okay, but what you're is, old enough is, to walk away from that stupid bullshit. Especially if you're under... <laughs> that's what I'm getting to. I think that you're stupid as fuck to actually put your hands on a person that may be one of the higher-ups in the company is, and may have the backing. I think you're fucking stupid to do something like that. Is a release the actual... Is that the absolute right thing to do? I don't yeah. think so. No. If you put your hands on someone like that, no, yes. that's bullshit. I agree with that. And you think that if anyone did that in the company, they'd be released? Yes. I do not think so. I, I Well, I mean, they, apparently with that being brought up, they thought they... AJ Lee was uh, yeah. very close to being released for her actions about against uh, yeah, Michelle Beadle. She should have been released. Um, but I think that adding to it, I think Del Rio people know that he was close to his the end of this contract. He wanted out. And I think that played a factor with him putting his hands on the director because he wanted out of his contract. He wanted to go back to Mexico. He wanted out of the WWE. I'm just, I'm very surprised with the whole going back to Mexico thing. Now he's changed his name to El Patron, mm -hmm. which to me, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, how are you not going to go back to being Dos Caras Jr.? Maybe he will at some point. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you could, I maybe, I don't know. If he It'd has be to be Dos Caras Jr., maybe he's got to do the mask and he doesn't want to do that. I don't think he wants to wear the mask because. But I, that's the, the thing, like maybe you don't have to, like you don't have to wear the mask if you're Dos Caras Jr. I kind of think that the mask is kind of, comes hand in hand with it. I don't know. And I feel like. Look at Rey Mysterio be, Jr. Yeah, but even still, I mean, I, I just can't see that. I think it goes hand in hand. Um, it'd be interesting to see how this plays out with the 90-day uh, no-compete clause. 
I don't know how this is going to turn out. Apparently, he's going to be wrestling, or we don't know, it, but could it, be appearing at yeah, AAA. He's supposed to be making his, a, a, an appearance at Triple Mania uh, 22. But, so. I mean, honestly, I think that if you have millions of dollars and, what, you get sued and you have to pay a hefty, hefty fine for breaking the contract, rating-wise, for the ratings and the possible payoff from the, the AAA promotion... I think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's worth it and it hasn't been done. It, yeah, that really... No one has nobody, ever broke the... Nobody has ever broken the contract, the that kind of a contract. And I think if... The, it's only, if it's the only a, a stipulation that's been in place, I believe, for uh, like eight years now. Yeah, but I, I think that if you're making... It, if the promotion, promotion is going to pay, is going to give you a lot of money and you're going to be making a lot of money off of it, do it. Yeah, I believe he already challenged one of their champions. Yeah. So I say do it up. And then, and then there's rumors that Rey Mysterio may make an I appearance. Can't, I, I can't. have no idea. You don't know. I feel like Rey Mysterio has too. He has a lot more invested with the WWE. What? He's a Hall of Famer. Your boy wants out of his contract. Yeah, but there's a different level. Rey Mysterio has been with the company for a long time. He's highly respected, yeah, and he is a future Hall of Famer. If he does do this, his that taint that's going to taint his entire Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, but what's he going to what's he going to actually appear doing? I I don't know. Even if he appears on television, you think what Vince McMahon would be okay with that? What if he's just in the crowd? I don't. Vince McMahon wouldn't be. Okay. Which is still bullshit that that guy got fired for that. I agree. I think that's bullshit from the TNA announcers. They shouldn't have called him out. Well, I think that. it's I think bullshit that from that, but I think it's stupid the fact that he got fired. One of what was it? The Highlanders. Yeah. One of them when they were in TNA, they were just sitting enjoying the show the weekend. Just one. It was just one. Yeah, just one of them. And uh, Rory McAllister. One of them. Or yeah. I'm Robbie. Yeah, I think Robbie. it was Robbie. But even and they showed so, him on TV, and then I, I, I honestly, I can't see Rey Mysterio doing it. I can't see Vince McMahon if he did do it. I can't see Rey Mysterio being allowed back in the company. And I can, I mean, Vince McMahon holds grudges, as we find out with with Savage. Warrior, all these people. I don't think he holds grudges in his new, huh? In his new age, I don't. I don't know. I can't see. We've yet. I mean, I don't know if we've seen him hold a grudge this year, but. Um. Do we have any more news? I don't know. Not really. All right. Let's go to a little, uh, little break, and we'll be back here on Marking Out. This is Aaron Sheik. You watching or you listen to the Marking Out? No, you're a dick. No. No, you're a dick. No. That's right. Welcome back to... Should I leave that? Sure. Do it. Yep. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Episode 184. Musical interlude. There wasn't a musical interlude. Everybody heard. It was Terran Sheik. Uh, but yeah, thank you. Terran Sheik. Terran Sheik. Terran Sheik. Hulk Hogan. Sure no good jabroni bastard. Well, I don't think he's ever used the B word, but whatever. Regardless, that's one. Let's kick it off with some SmackDown. Let's kick it off with the middle. Middle. Jinx. Okay. Oh, you already continued speaking. Um, Mark Big Henry Show and Mark Big Henry. Show. That's funny. <laughs> Teamed up to take on Rye Baxel. Yep. In uh, and defeated them. What do you think about see, this? We differ opinions on this yeah. because I hope we don't see more of this team. I want to see more of this. But team. the match itself was decent. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to have some awkward silence. 
But no, I think that Mark Henry and Big Show, I'm a fan of. But not as champions, but to build up another tag team. I just don't this think could be, it's like... This could be something with the Ascension. I mean, I don't want to see it, but this could be... I like, don't even want to see the Ascension on the main roster. I, I kind of... They lost their hype to me. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the a young tag team defeat Big Show and Mark Henry because that would really put their name on the... See, it would be something if Big Show and Mark Henry were a heel tag team. And then somebody like Kalisto and Sin Cara That came would up. be cool. And then, holy shit, how did this wrestling's newest, biggest little man, Kalisto, how did he defeat the big show? Don't forget that, Sin Cara. Sin Cara's been in the ring with them before, so. Yeah. I think that would be really cool, though. Kalisto and Sin Cara standing up to Mark Henry and Big Show. I think that would be a really good idea. But as of now, Mark Henry and Big Show are face Baby teams. Faces. Yeah, so... Um, but but I think the one thing worth noting from this match was that when Mark hit the world's strongest slam on Ryback, Big Show had Curtis Axel up for the choke slam and had to reposition him. And like he held him and repositioned him because of the landing of the world's strongest yeah. slam. I thought that was really cool. Big Show's fucking strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess go to the bads. Yep. Rusev defeated Big E. Langston. It's like watching one of those Benny Hill things. Yeah. Really? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's what it, to me, that's what it looks like. Because I think they work so terribly in the ring together. They do. And I don't understand why they throw this to- together again. Like, we've already seen their bad matches. Why? Oh, yeah. Biggie Langston could do a shoulder block, a diving shoulder block to the outside of the ring or whatever. Uh-huh. Didn't do it this week, but yeah. it's still just one of those things. I don't understand. If you're not working well together in the ring. Why, put, why continue putting them together? Yeah. Um, moving on to the goods. You got Sin Cara. Uh, no, the Ambrose promo. Yeah, Dean Ambrose opened up SmackDown. He spoke about the uh, the types of matches he can have with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, which I personally popped for when he mentioned uh, having a good housekeeping match. Which we've only seen one yeah. of those in history. Yeah, I thought it was, was a good promo. Double J Jeff Jarrett versus uh, China. Yeah. Which I think they used everything, including the kitchen sink. Yeah, it was uh, funny. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, Seth Rollins came out and told Dean, "Make make your choice, whatever." And Ambrose announced the lumberjack match, which I would have only assumed it was going to be a Money in the Bank ladder match, but. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see where how these lumberjacks fit into the match. Yeah, um, you had Sin Cara defeating Sandow, and what is a good match? Yeah, Damian Sandow was dressed as a border patrol agent. That's kind of funny. Yeah, which I which is, I don't know. Trading turf on Zeb Coulter. Well, I mean, they were in Texas, very close to Mexico. I mean, it kind of is Zeb Coulterish, but yeah, I mean. What are you going to do? There was a lot of good back and forth wrestling here. And it's just a, it's a shame that Sandow hit some of his signature moves and and Sinkar was able to kick out of them right away. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Seth Rollins defeated Dolph Ziggler, which in my opinion, I'm sure you would agree, is a, definitely a pay-per-view quality match. For sure. And I think if WWE pulled the trigger on Ziggler again, the fans would go crazy. It's every time he's out there or about and and about to win a match, everyone is always 
like the loudest pops you'll ever hear, and they're always they go they go absolutely insane. They want Ziggler to be their champion. Yeah, but I think that's kind of a role that I don't know. You have a lot to play with in that role. I mean, you you could have a very bright future. You could be steady Dolph with Ziggler, where he, he is. could go on late night and stuff. He could talk on Seth Meyers show. He could talk Without on Jimmy Fallon. There's the, I don't know. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Paige defeated Natalia, which I mean the match was okay. Uh, Paige hit Natalia with the Paige Turner on the outside of the ring, uh, which I kind of feel like people don't know how to take that move. The Paige Turner. Yeah. I yeah. Like I don't know. It's just really taking a bo- back body uh, uh, well, like backdrop. It, I don't know. But it's more than that with the fact that you have to sell it or hit the move or. Yeah, I guess sell the move at the exact moment she's turning it, mm-hmm. and not everybody does it. But yeah, but it was cool. I don't know. Uh, she ended the match by locking in the PTO. Yeah. You also had in the main event you had Dean Ambrose defeating Randy Orton by DQ. Yeah, when Seth Rollins came out and pulled Ambrose off of a two count and uh, beat him down. And Dean Ambrose got the upper hand, but Randy Orton pulled him off and eventually hit him with the RKO. And uh, I guess to return the not-so-much-of-a-favor from Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins then poured a soft drink on Dean Ambrose. I say soft drink because a company, certain soda company, last week sent us an email saying, don't say our name on your, on your online listening experience, but that's fine with me. I'm good with that. I mean, I was a huge fan of drinking, we'll say, diet... Smoke, yeah, um, but you know, it happens. I, I understand where they're coming from. People, people that diet Pepsi. I don't know. <laughs> Next uh, week, I'll get a letter. Excuse me, we heard you say diet Pepsi on your show. We don't want to be associated with you. Uh, let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Mm. Monday night. And that was Randy Savage catching a bobo while watching Monday Night Raw. Don't do that. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. Let's talk about those bads. Yeah, let's kick it off the bads. Stephanie McMahon brought out Claire Lynch, who was Daniel Bryan's physical therapist. Yeah. Uh, She then admitted to having an affair with Daniel Bryan, which brought Brie Bella out. Bree slapped her, then attacked Stephanie McMahon. Uh, and then later in the night, she got arrested well, for it. Yeah, for, for attacking, uh, for slapping yeah. Claire Lynch. I did think it was cool that during the first segment that Brie Bella locked the yes lock on her. I thought so, too. I thought it was a... Uh, it's cool to see that Stephanie hit the pedigree, Triple H's finisher, and now Brie Bella's answering back with her which hubby's is, which is finisher. Which is weird because we just brought it up on the show saying, why do women <clears throat> why do women take their man's moves? And it's like, it's just so weird. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so that segment happened. Yeah, but that was bad. I don't, I don't blame Claire Lynch for it at all. No. Or Claire, Megan Miller, whatever. Yeah. She did have better acting than uh, Claire Lynch. And she is. I mean, which I don't understand, though, is how, if you're going to be, even the same thing with Claire Lynch, if you're going to be an actress, how can you expect us 
to take it seriously. If we can find her on the internet, where it's a huge you wrestling. Can find everyone on it. Wrestling is a giant community. There's over how many people? Dude, but how many millions of people watch pro wrestling? A lot, but everybody knows. I mean, everybody's gonna know everyone that they bring in. But that's I mean, not necessarily they, true. When they brought in uh, the past doctors and everyone, like Brock Lesnar's doctor that he had, everyone knew that this guy was this person from independent no, it wasn't a, promotion. Wasn't it a Jew lawyer? I don't know. I think no. I think it was I his Jew lawyer. Someone, someone had a not had a doctor. A doctor. I thought it was his Jew lawyer. I don't know. Someone had a doctor at some point. Maybe everybody, it was his Jew doctor. everybody know. Everybody knows everyone that's going to be on there. That's the thing. Like I, I don't mean, understand. But, it gets, them, but they, it gets them the exposure that they want. I mean, this woman is training at Lance Storm's academy. Yeah, but who's getting the exposure? She is. She is. WWE doesn't want that. WWE doesn't w- want to be like, oh, I want everybody to know that this is a girl that she's training at Lance Storm. But She's a pro, fucking physical therapist. But it's pro wrestling, though. You're supposed to be portraying someone that you're not. I mean, it's pro wrestling, dude. It's not reality. You're not going to bring someone that's not trained in the ring to, <laughs> to take a it's slap funny. or whatever. I'm just laughing because now if, if Twitter and everything was around in the 90s, we would know who like the old woman was and everything. Just but, like that at WCW Nitros and stuff. No, it would ruin everything. I mean... Um, moving on to the middles. That's no, right. wait. No, yeah, that was the only bad. No, we had the Eva Marie match. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, the match was bad. The match was bad, the fact that nothing happened. Yeah, it just lacked. Eva Marie defeated AJ, let's say that. Yeah. Let me also say that AJ is garbage. The bad that I take from this is Eva Marie gets out at just one. Who is improving. Definitely. I think that she has a, a good future. She has a good look. Um, but she gets to the outside of the ring. She and, well, hold on, no, hold on, no. hold on. I know, I know. No, no, I know, no, I know, I know. No, I know, I know where you're finish. going. So no, no, let me say this know. first. You don't know. She gets to the outside of the ring and proceeds to blow a kiss to the fan, to the fans. And yeah, so let me say it first. Oh my god, fine. She wins her match with a schoolgirl with nothing. Okay. Nothing happened after that. Yeah. Then she rolled out of the ring. Yeah, and then on the outside of the ring, she blows the kisses, do, does her taunt with the hair flip, and then they do the Paige and the AJ kind of... Yeah, Paige came mic. out. Well, and Paige came out and she distracted yeah, she AJ for the win, but, but then, then she did her little rhyming promo and yeah, everything. Yeah, who gives a shit? But then you pull... The, the, but then the camera shows Eva Marie, and she's now selling a neck injury on the ground of the outside of the ring. After she blows a kiss, what? Did she, yeah. did she injure her neck in that, in that hair flip that she did? Did she give herself whiplash and now she's on the ground? What the like, fuck? She, like left, who? she won the match and left on her own. Yeah. I just don't like the fact that she was taunting on the outside of the ring one moment. And then the other moment, she is on the ground grabbing her neck. What I don't is get that? that either. I feel like they said that to her just to make oh, her look I, like I, shit, though. I, I wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it? I would believe it. I mean, But I think it's stupid. I think yeah. it's completely stupid. Um, let's go on to the middles. Yeah, speaking of stupid. Uh, Lesnar Heyman opened up with a stupid promo. Yeah, Brock, uh... I mean, it wasn't too bad, though. Yeah, well, he had the whole rhyming thing, whatever. Uh, Brock, though, continuously has the absolute shittiest shirt of 2014. It's the shirt that keeps getting shittier. I don't understand why you... 
fire whoever's making that shirt. Yeah. Fire whoever's making that other Seth Rollins shirt, too. Yeah, whoever's making the shirts, period, or re- has really been slacking. The what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but you also... What? No, I, I don't know. I was going to say that it's like every time we see Brock, it's a new incarnation of that stupid fucking eat, sleep, be boring, have a shitty WrestleMania match, defeat the streak, but I want a title shot shirt. Meh. And it's just like, and I, I really, I couldn't care less about Brock versus Cena at SummerSlam. I really don't. I do. Randy Orton defeated Sheamus in uh, another match that's in the middles. It was a good match, but it was just... Boring. I can't get behind it. I don't give a crap for Orton versus Sheamus. Like, I don't understand why we had to see this match. No We've reason. seen it in the past before. They've been good matches, just very boring. No no reason. And, and then, then... Yeah. Yeah, last in our middles, brother. Uh, we got the Hulk Hogan birthday celebration. You had me and Gene Okerlund and Jimmy Hart in the ring, and the whole roster was out on the stage. Yeah, then you had Paul Rondoff. Uh, yeah, Rick Flair. Rick Flair was brought out. Paul Orndorff, Roddy Piper, yeah. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Yeah, and, uh, it was definitely it was cool to see Scott Hall on Raw again. Yeah, it was cool to hear him do that uh, NWO with um, that like uh, sort of a promo. That yeah, was pretty cool. But like everything just seemed pointless. The Or Orndorff was do- selling a little bit much to the crowd, a little bit too much. I was just like. It was already past 11, and he's, like, running up and down yeah. the ramp to get kisses. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Vince McMahon got to be having a hissy fit right now. I can't see Orndorff being on WWE television anytime <laughs> soon now. I'm surprised they didn't have more, like, different people or other people. They probably had, they probably had like, three other people backstage, and Orndorff just fucked them all over. And uh, Vince was just like, we don't have enough time. Why was, Sorry. Why was Patterson out there, like, on the stage of the current roster? I don't even... I don't know. But it, it's like this the whole thing just seemed pointless as Brock and Paul Heyman made their way down to the ring and Brock got in Hogan's face. Yeah. That, like, it didn't do anything. No. And then, then Cena, Cena made a save. It it's dumb. not even, Cena didn't even make a save. Nothing yeah, happened. No action. I thought it lacked big time. Cena came down, Brock leaves. Cool. It Wonderful. Was a, it was great, a disappointment. Huge. Great, great buildup for your huge pay-per-view title match. No, it isn't. It sucked. That's... I know. Oh, okay. It was so bad. Um, let's and go on to... Honestly, the coolest part for... Like, this... First of all, this would be a great ending segment if... To the, Nitro. No, it would be a great <laughs> ending segment for a pay-per-view as for SummerSlam if it was, say, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman versus John Cena and Hulk Hogan. But for yeah. Brock versus Cena, no. If, for you to have the coolest seg- the coolest part of that ending segment be when Hulk Hogan rips off the shirt to reveal the NWO shirt. Yeah. That's bullshit. And that's pathetic. Um, let's move on to the goods, though. Um, we have... Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns defeated Ryback yes. via disqualification. Or should have been double countdown? I'm confused by this. Yeah. You're confused by this. Because Rybaxel kept throwing Roman Reigns into the ring post and the ref said, No, don't do that. But I don't remember the last time somebody got disqualified for throwing another person into a ring post. Yeah, I mean, that shouldn't have been a DQ. It should have been a double countdown. I don't get that. And if it was a double countdown, it wouldn't have done any harm to neither wrestler. I mean, if 
and the DQ doesn't do anything Double either. Double countdown for all three. Yeah, for all three. Right. Yeah, they could have still had like the attack after the match where Roman yeah. Reigns made the comeback. It, it didn't. It didn't make it. The finish the just didn't anyway. do any. Anything. It didn't make sense. But Ry Baxel is doing. You have to praise them for what they are doing. They yeah. are probably besides the Usos and the White. Like they are definitely one of my favorite tag teams on the roster right now. I mean, they got they got the the matching ring attire. Not really. But they're they're trying. I mean, with the red, with kind the of. elbow pads and everything, the headbands. I'm liking it. I'm digging it. it it's it's hats. What headbands? I don't know. Um, you also have Seth Rollins defeating RVD. Yeah. For whatever reason, RVD doesn't look so bad in his older age when he wrestles Seth Rollins. He really doesn't. Uh, it was this they they put on great matches together. And uh, after the match, Seth Rollins was on the stage and looked kind of nervous as there was a huge present there for Hulk Hogan. And uh, he's looking around, looking around. Maybe there's something in it. No. Shakes it. Shakes it a little bit. No, there's nothing in it. And then, boom, Dean, Dean Ambrose came crashing through the, the, the box and attacked Seth Rollins. And then yeah. Rollins ran off. I mean, I thought, I, I'm a big fan of what Ambrose is, how Ambrose is developing his character. How he really is, uh, you don't know what to expect from him. Do you remember the I'm last time it. we saw a giant present on the, on a, in a wrestling ring or whatever? I think it was Brother of Love. During really? the, yeah, during the Undertaker's feud. I, don't I know. forget who Undertaker was feuding with, but somebody got Undertaker a present and it was Brother Love because he was Undertaker's first, right? I don't know if he was his first, but... It wasn't he I mean, his first manager? Oh, that's what the first you were talking about. What, are you okay. kidding me? Um, you, kidding? you also had Swagger defeating Cesaro, which was, I thought it was a good match. It was a standard match between the two, but... Um, yeah, they, they put on good matches together. And I, I thought it was a really great ending when uh, Swagger yanked Cesaro off the top rope and had the Patriot lock locked in right from when he yanked off the top rope to the finish of the match, which was, that was really cool. I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah, I, 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 I think I have. I think we have seen that before. But it was still a good match. And once again, Cesaro does not need... I think Cesaro's on a losing streak. Yeah, I think but so too. But it doesn't matter because Cesaro... I mean, come on now. Even I think WWE is so behind him. Look at his uh, his attributes from what I think are correct. I would assume they are, In WWE 2K15. Yeah. I mean, he he's better, higher than Randy Orton. Yeah, he has better attributes than Randy Orton. he fucking should be. He should be higher than John Cena. Yeah, so just but that that's alone... that's not going to happen. But even still, that alone, I think that they're really building, have big plans for Cesaro. Yeah. And, uh, well, after this match, uh, Swagger and Zeb did the We The People speech, and Rusev's flag came down, and Rusev and Lana came out. That didn't go anywhere. Yeah, no. Um, you had Bray Wyatt and White 2J have their sit-down promo, where they kind of... Yeah, one-on-one interview with Michael Cole. Yeah. I thought this was really cool. Jericho, minimal, minimal stuff to say. Bray Wyatt really just, he's on top of his shit. And apparently this week on Talk is Jericho, yeah. Bray Wyatt called into his podcast. Which does he even take, he does yeah, take he does take Yeah, he does take call-ins uh, during part, uh, parts. But I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and I honestly, I with the way this hype has happened for this match, I really hope this is a thousand times better. Oh, amen, brother. I mean, this match, everyone has hype. 
it's safe to say we had such high hopes for the last match and they didn't deliver. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's just because Battleground. What the fuck is that? What pay-per-view is that? Nah. You don't need Battleground. Nah. And the fact that you said Amen Brother just reminds me. Just want, just want to bring up TNA really, really quick. <laughs> this is all our TNA talk <laughs> for the record. No, well, I thought it was really cool watching uh, the Hardys face the Dudley Boys or Team 3D. And Team 3D came out. They weren't matching it. They weren't in matching Dudley Boy attire, but they were wearing their Dudley Boy attire from WWE. And I thought it was funny because every place it said Dudley, they had to cover up with tape. Really? Yeah. So, like, the front of Devon's jersey, like, his yellow attire that they wore in, I think it was 2004 when they had, like, their last run in WWE uh, with Paul Heyman. That that yellow attire was covered up the on the front. Didn't say Dudley. It just said boys. Uh-huh. And then on the back of Bubba Ray's or Bully Ray or Brother Ray, whatever you want to call him, yeah. uh, his the back of his camo, red camo suit said, I think he covered up Dudley's with Team 3D. Uh-huh. So it said Team 3D boys, basically. That's weird. He had the 3D boots and everything. Like You could tell those were aged and everything. That was so cool. Uh, Ten years ago. That's so crazy. Uh, Twelve years since they had match. How crazy is that? Yeah. Uh, then we had John Cena cutting a promo. Good promo. Yeah, about Brock and their match, their SummerSlam. Yeah. And uh, then, but even better than that was the next match. Well, before that, I just want to say that John Cena really proves that he is the puppet master. And everyone in that arena are just little puppets. And I'm not going to, just to go back from a few episodes since I wasn't on the last one, I'm not going to apologize for me saying that John Cena is the best person in pro wrestling at the current time. He's not the best pro wrestler. No. But would you agree with me? Pro wrestling-wise, he... I'm not getting heat. <laughs> well, you agreed, you agreed with me last time. No, I don't know about that. I think that... I don't think anybody can touch him. I think well, that he I know he's, people can't see him, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think that what he lacks in the ring, I think he makes up with his promos, what he does for pro wrestling... He's a great. He's a great. Um, he definitely knows the ins and outs. Like he's yeah. the, He's in the ring. Oh, let's let's talk about let's talk about John Cena. Talking about John Cena. Oh, whether it be chance like let's go Cena, let's go Cena, or Cena sucks. Cena sucks. Or you, I've heard you can't wrestle. You can't wrestle. That's controlling strings right yeah. there. And John whether Cena you guys knows, realize it or not, John Cena knows exactly how to work you. And he knows he hears the chance. He knows how, how to how to uh, do everything. And I, as he provi- as he proves in his matches, I think he puts on legit good matches. Look at his matches against Cesaro, against uh, Sandow. I mean, he's been putting on really good matches. Yeah. It's not just this year. It's been a, John. St- Fans are too stupid. Don't call to, them stupid, though. I'm going to. Fans are too stupid and ignorant to actually recognize when John Cena puts on a good match. They are too yeah. busy drinking the Kool-Aid of John Cena sucks, John Cena can't wrestle. It is cool because it is cool to not like John Cena because John Cena plays to the younger audience. It is the cool thing to do. But in doing so, people are neglecting his actual matches. Can I just say how disappointed in the younger generation I am? <laughs> With what? I saw a group of young children yesterday at my cousin's house. And it was like the most disappointing thing ever. I I don't even understand the language they were speaking. And how, how many years difference am I? Uh, 12 years? 
11 years? 20. They're like, no, not 20. Um, yeah, so, so the next match, Heath Slater defeated Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, by countdown. By countdown. But the winning streak continues. Uh, yes, by countdown, thanks yeah. to The Miz. Yeah, Ziggler went to chase off Miz. He was on commentary again this week. Uh, which now, this like you said, kind of uh, two weeks in a row that Slater has, I mean, yeah. stolen a victory. And very smart, too. The Miz did not throw one punch or anything. Because if The Miz did get into a physical altercation, it would have been a DQ where Ziggler would have won. Yeah. So he just had to take the beat. The fans, though, after the match, they were so behind Heath Slater. And uh, Ziggler went to shake Slater's hand, and uh, Heath went to kick off, but he got it counted into a zigzag. But I would love to see this match take place in a longer amount of time and again and again and again. You said no. The other week. In regards to? In regards to Heath Slater being able to be a main eventer. Not necessarily champion, but a main eventer. You said no, he's just there. That's what I thought. For... I'm being proven and wrong. still? Oh, okay, good. I... Which just I am further very, proves what? I am very <laughs> open to being proven wrong. I love being proven wrong. Well, I don't, don't argue and tell me I'm wrong, then. Um, and that is all the goods that we have on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So, I guess that is our podcast. Let's move on to some... What are you going to get 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 Shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Sorry. Go. Um, shameless plugs kicking it off with podcast1.com. Make sure you guys go to it and go listen to and subscribe to the Steve Austin podcast, both the Unleashed and the, uh, and the I guess, PG version. Um, the past week, he had an interview with Mick Foley, and the first half, the second half is released this coming week, and it's just awesome. It is such a good interview, and just hearing both of them talk about the bumps that they've taken, their upbringing in pro wrestling, and I don't even think that they've spoken about their actual matches together yet. And it's just so awesome to listen to two wrestlers that we grew up both uh, just watching and loving and hearing them just shoot the shit. So go listen to this podcast with Mick Foley. It's well worth your time. Also, go check out Anthony Romeo. He is the Huffington Post. He's a, um, a columnist for the HuffingtonPost.com. You can go follow him on Twitter at AnthonyRomeo1. You can go check out all of his articles at HuffingtonPost.com slash Anthony-Romeo. Um, this coming Monday, uh, he will be releasing his pro wrestling article, which features an interview, I guess, or with uh, features little snippets of us in there. Snippets? Yeah, snippets. <laughs> so we will be featured in a Huffington Post article thanks to Anthony Romeo. Yeah, um, thank you. But it's going to be released on, I think, Monday or during Monday Night Raw. So keep your eyes open for it. We'll definitely be sharing it with you. And please, once it's released, share the Huffington Post article that we're in. Let's get it out there a little bit. Um, it'll definitely help put us yeah, over. Yeah, read it. Let us know what you think about it. Definitely follow Anthony Romeo and let him know what you think of his writing skills as well. I mean, he just had an article about Mart, uh, Martin Prodor and his uh, retirement. So go check it out. 
Um, also, CZW will be running a show on August 23rd at 7 p.m. Um, you're going to be see, uh, you can be seeing the CZW champion Biff Music take on Joker. You'll be seeing Beaver Boys, Milk Chocolate, and a ton more in action. Uh, it's CZW Heat. Go check them out, twitter.com slash combatzone and czwrestling.com. Such an awesome promotion with a ton of great wrestling. Also, thank you to the following people for promoting us during Monday Night Raw. It is always appreciative, and we love you all. Uh, go follow Jasmine at Reverse NMSage. Evan at Evan Bordner one PTE Show. Go follow him at The PTE Show. Justin DeRosa, 316. Marking out. Why is marking out favored? What? Favorited. For what? The Layla and Summer Rae. Let me see. Can I apply to be with Layla and Summer Rae for a week? Please let me know. <laughs> Where? Right here. Oh, wait. Oh, because the trend, Trendzilla or whatever. Uh, Rohit Nation. Rohit Nation. Uh, Rohit, CR2K. The Alley Cat 1122. Reverse Adam again. We got the PTE show again. Go follow Austin Stone. Also NYWC underscore sign guy. Evan Border one again. Jobber Nation. President Bits. Yeah, Jobber Nation. Go listen to their stuff as well. Awesome stuff. We got NYWC Wrestling, which we spoke about earlier in the show. X Bada Bing X. John Griffin. And we got Montreal Broski. That's MTL Broski. Drew Fem97. Devlin underscore husband 16. Steel Spurs 111. At Richie, ba- uh, Richie Vargas underscore. At Trini underscore WWE. At Dirty underscore Potato 55. At Hova. And that's three A's in there. Also, go follow Christy Fran 86 And that is all the people promoting us. Thank you for everything. What? Uh, I don't know. We could give a shout-out to Jason Linick before. Yes, yeah, so congratulations on your, uh, your marriage. Yeah. We wish you and Bonnie nothing but, but happiness in your uh, upcoming years in the future yeah, that you, you spent together. And give him a follow on Twitter at jlinick. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations. Um, you can go check him out at NYWC Wrestling, and you can check where he is. Well, the uh, not this week. He is, yeah, this week where he is the... Uh, no, not this week. Not this week, but he is the uh, unofficial Announcer. commissioner, oh, the, too. Yeah. In our eyes, he'll be the commissioner. And the voice of the Long Island Ducks. Yeah, so, so go check him out. Brandon. Brandon, do you have any shots? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shoutouts, waka waka. Unfortunately, on Monday, the news broke that Robin Williams had passed away. Uh, it's, it's an upsetting event, as he was a huge part of my childhood with films such as Aladdin, Jack, and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, and so many more. But uh, he was a tremendous comedian, and I always enjoyed watching his comedy specials and movies and he'll definitely live on through his films and our memories of him. And uh, he'll be missed. And I thank you, 
I thank him for being a huge influence on me. Yeah, I mean, I got to agree with you. He's been, he's always been one of my favorite comedians, um, especially as a kid. I mean, growing up, I used to have the Popeye movie on VHS, and I used to always watch it. And yeah, at the time, I didn't know much of Robin Williams, but I did I mean, know nobody him. Nobody really. Yeah, but I did as know him as funny. Acting. I mean, I knew him from Mork and Mindy. Uh, I was always a fan of that TV show. And just like his comedy routine, from him on Broadway to... He was just legit so funny from all the impressions. I think what won him over with me was all the impressions that he did. And how... Not impressions, though. Yeah, he, I mean, not impressions, but him like... Voices. Yeah, the voices, yeah. Like going to be a little, a little kid yeah. and... Yeah. But, I mean, it is a tragic, tragic loss. I find it... I mean, now it's being released that he made, uh, his wife said that he made, uh, that he had the early signs of Parkinson's. Um, and he also had a heart surgery, I think, or something in regards to his heart recently. And it's just very upsetting and sad, especially with someone that you grew up loving and, uh, knowing when they pass away. Not knowing. Well, not knowing, but knowing of their work. Yeah. When they, that happens. So it's very upsetting. Yeah, uh, my second shout-out will be going to the Zombies. My summer concert tour rolled on this week. Uh, I got a, I went to a free concert in uh, Massapequa Park. And uh, I wanted to see the Zombies for the longest time since I started going to concerts. And it just never lined up for me. Uh, and it was definitely awesome to see them so close. And, and uh, it was cool. I got to see them do sound check. I met the lead singer. That's very awesome. Yeah. Go to those free concerts. They're there. Might as well take advantage of it. Yeah. And then uh, to close this off, uh, I'm going to give an anti-shout out to my computer, which is, I guess, a question. No, it's, I'm going to give it to my computer. <laughs> it's a really crappy Dell computer, which I don't think I really need to say really crappy as any Dell computer is really crappy, but it's the only computer I feel comfortable doing like my drawings and listening to music with. And uh, it, for some reason, turned off by itself, and uh, something was wrong with it, and thankfully I was able to get it fixed. So now my PlayStation 3 is fixed, and my computer is fixed, and yeah, life is good. <laughs> but I guess now it's, uh, those Time are my shout-outs. Yeah. Hour. That's right. It is the markout moment of the week. Oh, by the way, WWE officially released their new logo. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be... That's not the markout moment of the week. No, I'm going to be choosing the uh, actual gameplay of WWE 2K15. They had some uh, leaked, I I guess, leaked. leaked. I don't know if it's... It's It's not official. It's 100% official. I mean, but it wasn't through... It's not not a... Yeah, yeah, I think it was just fan... Yeah, I think just fan footage. It's not leaked. I think that's Somebody was playing the game. Um, but no, even still, it was a good, it, the graphics look amazing. It was Cesaro versus Orton. But you're going to be um, lined up for a huge disappointment if you're... Yeah, if you're expecting to see the, that yeah. quality of the <laughs> graphics in, in uh, PS3 or... Xbox uh, 360. Yeah, you're going to be in store for a rude awakening. I think it's only for the three, what is it, the Xbox 540? 
don't know Seriously? what are they up to. Xbox One. Uh, yeah. Go figure that, right? And yeah. PlayStation 4. Yeah. At least they go in order. Yeah. So... The Xbox is all of a sudden Star Wars? Like, come on. Yeah, right. But, yeah. That is our... We got predictions for SummerSlam coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So let's get on to the predictions. Because we completely forgot about that. Your eyes just lit up. It's hilarious. Jeez. All right, let's pull up the... <laughs> Wow, well, that happens here live, folks. That's that's something that only happens on uh, pro wrestling online listening experience. Yeah, so let's get to our predictions for SummerSlam live again for like the seventeenth year in a row at the Staples Center out in Los Angeles, California. It is this Sunday. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's There's no pre-show. Anything Matt announced for that? Yeah. Uh, I want to kick it off. Let's kick it off Let's with. Let's kick it off with Dean Ambrose yeah. versus Seth Rollins in the lumberjack I match. That one to kick it off with, but well, I'm gonna go with Dean I'm, Ambrose. I'm going Seth Rollins. All right. Which that's against my better judgment, but. Um. Next, I'm gonna be going with the flag match: Jack Swagger versus Rusev. I'm going Swagger. I'm going Jack Swagger as well. All right. Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon. I'm going Stephanie McMahon. Really? Yeah. Why? I got a feeling. Who are you, the Black Eyed Peas? Yeah. I'm going with Brie Bella. Alright. You can call the next match. Bray Wyatt versus Chris Jericho. I'm going with Bray Wyatt. I'm going with Bray as well. Eater of the Worlds, where Eric Rowan and Luke Harper are both banned from ringside. Yeah. That'll just make him look not stronger, but it'll f- kind of like further separate yeah. the Wyatt family from Bray Wyatt when the time is necessary or whatever. Yeah. Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. You know it's bullshit. Going Roman Reigns. There's no tag team title match. No, there is not. Are but the Usos injured or what's the deal? They Why could they? have it on the pre-show. Yeah, they but where have they it. been? I don't even understand. Who are you going with? What match? Orton Reigns. I'm going Roman Reigns. All right. Who'd you pick? Reigns. Uh, I guess a title shot now? Yeah, going to the titles. We got the Divas Championship. AJ Lee versus Paige. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Paige, even though I don't think that's going to happen. I really hope she wins it, and I really hope AJ just goes away. Alright, and I'm going AJ for that one. Uh, we have the IC title match, the Miz defending against Ziggler. I could, I, uh, I mean, this is a tough one. Really, I'm gonna say the Miz. I don't see Ziggler winning this. I don't see him winning that at all. Um, yeah, I, I'd go with the Miz just because the movie coming out and everything. Funny, we left this off. <laughs> we uh, completely skipped over this. Cesaro versus Rob Van Dam. I'm going Cesaro. I'm going to say Cesaro as well. All right, main event. Oh, that might be the pre-show match? Possibly. There is a little P. Yeah, it's the pre-show match. All right. How, where have the Usos been? I don't understand. They were on, like, main event and everything, but I don't understand why they're not on Raw. And then I guess, what is now left? The, The main event. John Cena versus Brock Lesnar for the world, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Who are you choosing? I'm going Brock, unfortunately. I'm going to follow suit. I'm going Brock Lesnar. 
Fortunately or unfortunately? Unfortunately and fortunately. Yeah, so thanks everybody for tuning in this week. Thank you for everybody who wrote in questions and comments about the show. Thanks everybody who listened. Thanks everybody who listened last week. Thank you with the yellow umbrella. Thank you. I see you with the purple sweater on. I don't know what you're talking about. But that is the end of our uh, online listening experience. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Oh, also, I mean, I mentioned it last week. They have a show at the Sanctuary this week, Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, this Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday, so you, you can tomorrow. See, you can see uh, Monster Out 2. You'll see Damian Gibbs, Bowens. Um, you'll, you'll be seeing so many wrestlers, TDS, and a bunch of others um, cursed. The Extra Guys make their debut. Go check it out. The Sanctuary in uh, Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and we can watch SummerSlam together. Yeah. There. Afterwards. But, yeah. Follow us, Marking Out, MarkingOut.com, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. I'm almost finished writing Cooking with Brandon 3. Believe it or not, those things are written. <laughs> and, uh, just, just... Just, we wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful week. Ah!